Welcome to the Breathing God podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Rodriguez. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. I am honestly really excited to introduce Rachel Faulkner Brown. She and Karen interviewed me for There Is More podcast. It was like, I think a year ago or something. We had so much fun. And even today, as we're recording, Rachel and I have been talking for like almost a half an hour just because we're just, we just love Jesus. And we're so excited to share today um, and pull you into the presence of God. Maybe Mm -hmm. shift your thinking a little bit. So welcome, Rachel. Gretchen, I love you so much. Love everything you do and so honored. Like oh. such a truly to be with you. Oh, thank you. All right. I want to hear. I'm just gonna literally open the door yeah. and invite you to share what is on your heart because I know it's gonna be a huge blessing. Yeah. Well, I mean, so many things like we were talking earlier, but we Karen and I are writing um a new Bible study curriculum called He Speaks. And we've been doing it for years as a workshop, but we're, you know, obviously people can't be with us. So we got to, you know, we want to get it to the masses or whatever. And so we're creating a, you know, an eight part video Bible study, kind of similar to what we do with Father's House. But one of the things that we're doing is how the Lord speaks through um, tasting, seeing, feeling, hearing, you know, discerning and um a big piece of what we're doing is how um taste is a piece of the way that Jesus speaks to us like through through scripture throughout scripture taste mm-hmm. is a, like a really big deal to the lord and so i think for me like what i've really been meditating on gretchen is a, Proverbs 18:21 is that death and life is found in the power of the tongue and and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so it, it is really one of these like he really meant it. You know, I think one of the things is the way he uses metaphors about eating and tasting like he wants us to get this. Like, you know, when you taste the bread, when you remember me, like communion is a piece of this and um you know, anytime we drink, you know, drinking his blood and tasting the bread, the power of life and death are in the tongue. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's just so many things. And I don't know that really anybody's used that as a way that God has spoken, you know, is, is the way he's trying to speak to us. And so for me, I'm a foodie, obviously. And so (laughs) really savoring foods, savoring meals, savoring fellowship. And honestly, I think this is one of the ways the enemy has tried to take us out is, is, through community after COVID. I mean, I think it, it, you and I both were just talking about this, like our our communities were obliterated in a lot of ways. And and a lot of times like these really sweet, intimate communities popped up in home churches and, you know, things like that. But they were centered around food a lot of times, like, you know, having secret dinners that, you know, nobody knew they were doing but there is something so special and so the lord is just you know taking me on a journey right now even you know the way i speak about the things that i can or can't do you know we talked just a minute ago about um 
just how, you know, John 14, 12, like you're going to do the greater things. And even this morning, the Lord was saying, Hey, Rachel, like what you think is impossible. Well, M, it, you know, if you're, if you're looking at, it, I am, I'm possible. Like I, I was just, you know, meditating on that yeah. today. I, yeah, I'm sure that I'm not the only person that's had that revelation, but at the end of the day, like if we don't believe, it's so much belief and then words that go with it. And it starts with what you believe. And just this weekend, I was talking to my son and I was basically trying to explain this possible, you know, this principle that God created with words. And my son said, I was just telling Karen this, my son immediately said, well, I'm not God. And so I can't do that. And I was like, that is the problem. That, that is number one. Like he has not assumed the position of Christ is in him. And if we have not assumed that position and, and he, he's 17, I'm letting him off the hook. You know what I mean? Like we were just having a discussion, <laughs> but see in my head, I'm like, that's the problem with, with most Christians. I mean, you know, we just, we don't really believe if he said Christ in me is the hope of glory. He really meant it. He really meant it. Um, yes, so the power that, of our the power of our union, right? The, the power, power of, of our, our union. union. The power of the words we speak about our union. Because my son, he's not assuming that position of the union. So he's like, well, I'm not God. And I think 99% of Christians, and we were just talking about this a minute ago, it's not pride, it's inferiority. Right. How can you, you know, I, sorry, I'm interrupting you, but I was just thinking, I was just thinking how I think it's great that your son was able to voice exactly what he felt without a religious filter that said, oh yes, I can speak this, but actually not believing it. So, you know, we're talking about framing our worlds, we'll say with the power of of our words, Right. right? But if we feel inferior, but yet still speak it, it's powerless. Totally. So I think number one thing that I want to want the listeners to, to, to pull out of that little bit is your son was honest. He was. And now from that little bit of honesty, now he can be taught truth. Yeah. Right. And so we have to be honest about what we actually believe. So I'm sorry, keep going. (laughs) No, well, I mean, I think, I think that is, I mean, you're, you're, you're so right. And at the end, at the core of it, I mean, he's 17 and I don't think he's really that different than a 50 year old. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are, there is this, there is not a limitless potential of belief on what the word says like it's like oh well that was for he just wrote that for like those times or mm-hmm. he needed to do things so he could you know get over a shipwreck or whatever it's like yeah, no yeah. I mean this was as it's as relevant today as it was then and and I think that's you know for for us the reality is and you know are we are we seeing the things that are the greater things in our life? Cause that's, you know, I mean, Henry Black, I mean, 30 years ago was writing about where do you see the Holy spirit moving? Go there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean? Like Henry was right. writing that 30 years ago right. 
And I'm still saying that today because that's the environment that I want to put myself in because I will tell you, Gretchen, and we just talked about this. If you are in a chasm and you don't have people around you believing with you, it's going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and my sons, he's in high school. He's a senior. He's all focused on his ACT and college. And mm-hmm. I mean, the kid is really not preparing to raise people from the dead. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not <laughs> right. Story. Right. Unfortunately. Um, and at the same time, um, you know, I, I want that for him, you know, and, and I'm much more focused on the greater things, granted. And I'm in a community that we are believing that together and wanting right. to see that. And I think right. that's the that's the the challenge I have for anyone listening. Like if you want to experience those things, like you do have to get in a community that helps you believe for it, right. you know, because right. it's I would say it's just so impossible to experience. It's not impossible because you totally can do it um, and experience it, but it's just so much easier when the people around you are helping your beliefs because the enemy is very loud and the world is very loud. You Mm -hmm. know, it's just, it's such a, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're in a transition and, and I don't even know where that's going, honestly, transition, you know, with, with our own community and church and what that looks like. And I think, you know, I sat around two weeks ago with the women who started be still, you know, 13 years ago in Huntsville. When we started, I sat around with eight of them, you know, two weeks ago and there was just this holy, um, we want more. We don't know where to go get it. Like this was, and these women, and we were just talking about it. I mean, these are like the most amazing people. Like we know how to heal the sick. We know how to cleanse the leper. We're doing that. We're setting people free. And yet we can't find like a, a, a little C, a little C church that wants that too. Yeah. And I think that's the really, t- and so I, I think there's just this holy unrest with believers right now. This, I think like- it's a, 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 um, a holy desperation totally. that, that we want all that God has. Yeah. We want to be, we want to be aware of our union with him so that we can, you know, I, when we're talking about doing the greater things. Yeah. When we're talking about speaking his word, when we're talking about declaring and doing these things, if we don't start with the intimacy with the Lord, if we don't start with our foundation, then you're doing all of these works, the greater works, but they literally become these works or these religious works. But when we come and we start, Mm-hmm. By sitting in the presence of God, right? By sitting mm-hmm. in at his feet, listening, instead of, you know, Martha constantly doing, constantly serving, constantly whatever, and come back to, hey, I want more. I want you. Mm-hmm. I want you. This is this is what I want. And as we live our lives with that hunger, then we're doing the greater works because, you, you know, are- we're following him. Yeah. We're following him. Like Jesus said, I do the things I see my father doing. Well, how do you see that? Unless you don't, unless you sit back, you know, and you were talking about even tasting, he's going to speak to us in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And when we taste it, when we hear it, when we see it, 
then we can follow him and, and do what he's telling us to do. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, and I think when you are walking in that kind of intimacy, you are so attractive. You know what I mean? People yeah, yeah. want to be near that. And so you almost like draw community. And that's, I think that's what we are seeing is that like, you know, people who are experiencing intimacy are wanting, you know, we want to be together. Um, and and yeah. it's almost like magnets, you know what I mean? Right. Like magnets are going to find each other. And, um, and I feel like that's kind of what's happening and whether we're meeting in a home and, you know, whether, whatever that looks like, like we are going to find each other. But even that though, Gretchen, you know, I think there's even, even in our small group, like there's a hunger among us, even our small group for more, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, and I think, and I will say, I think it's easier for women. um, And this is not, it's just, it's just hard when you invite the men in, obviously there's just a little bit of a dynamic (laughs) shift. mean they don't mean to do that I mean but it it, it's a tension you know it's a it's a a problem to solve or attention to manage Andy Stanley says that and I'm like it's attention to manage for sure you know in small groups because they're not going to lay on the floor for two hours and soak like we would you know what I'm saying I mean I would totally some will some Some will but not everybody but not you know not in a typical small group and, even and that's with, okay though but think it's about totally it okay. it's, it's, totally, it's okay. totally okay god made us that way right like that's right. I mean, he, he made us that way for the men to want to be the ones who are going out and the yeah you know yeah. bringing in the the cow or you know yeah. what i mean like doing the hunting and yeah. <laughs> seeing a little bit more structure you know yeah like, what are we doing tonight you know yeah. just a lot more but but, like, but either way yeah you know like I think that it's one that's one of the beautiful things that we have now about, um, you know, for those who don't have the community, for those don't, who don't have people speaking, um, commu- the community, the, the tight knit community that are like minded. I mean, there's a lot of people who will listen to your podcast, to my podcast, to, to, right. to YouTube things because they don't have that and they're looking for that. Right. And that's yeah. great that we have this you know, and, and I love that, that God, um, he brings us what we need mm-hmm. when our heart is him, when our heart is him, he's going to bring everything that we yeah. need. He's going to bring the community in the right timing too, I think is the important thing is how are we, is everything we're doing, whether it's looking for a church, looking for community, looking for what's next in the season, is everything we're doing starting in that place of stillness Yeah. and then only doing what we see the father doing? Yes. You know, and even, you know, I've heard people say, well, I'm not actually hearing him tell me to do anything. Okay. Well, what is stirring in your heart? Is, is there a move? Uh, a change, whatever. Is there something stirring in your heart now mm-hmm. that you just kind of can't shake? Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. just pray about that then. Okay, mm-hmm. Lord, do I or do I not? Well, I'm not I'm still not hearing anything. Well, if you don't have a red light, then go ahead and assume you have that green light and start moving towards what's in your heart, trusting that he knows your heart and if he wants to stop you, if he wants to redirect you, you've said, have your way, God. And he will, because he loves us and he's so faithful. So 
that's so good. I call that like will of God religion leftovers. You know what I mean? Because mm. I think for my whole, so whole life until I was like 30, I was like panicked that I was going to miss the will of God. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, oh my goodness. Like the will of God is like when he's in you and your experience in that union and like, you're not going to miss the will of God. Like his, right. his will for you is to experience an abundant, amazing, you know, I mean, like it, it's just, it, we just overthink the will of God. So hardcore. It's mm -hmm. like, Oh wow. It's like you said, if there's not a red light, it is a highway. It is absolutely a highway. Yeah. And if you want to take an exit, you get off and go to the gas station. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's like, are you hungry? Get off and go. You're not, you're just, yeah. I mean, I think that there's so much stress around like missing something. And right. God's like, this is the highway, you know, the right. highway. it's right. not a, it's not, you know, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. And um, that's religion, you know, right. I mean, right. that, is, that is a religious spirit left over for me. Right. Yeah, no, it's true. And we, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves. Like, well, I have to do exactly what God is telling me to do. You know, yeah, we, we are, I remember, um, I won't get into the whole, I won't get into the vision. If you, anybody wants to hear it, it's on. Elijah list it's on the passion translation at the beginning of this year I had a really profound um vision and in this vision we had stepped into this into the door into this huge light and anyway at the end of the vision my my point is bringing it to this I saw the light of the Holy Spirit it was in us but it, it was also mixed with our I don't want to say essence in like a new agey yeah. way because I don't want I people know, to freak out, but it was us and him merged. We are new creations, yeah. right? So we are not, we can't just say, well, I'm only human because we're actually not. Like if we will believe the word, we are not mere humans and we are not God. We are a new creation. We are God and man this divine emergence, this divine dance. And so in this, in this vision that I had, he, he wanted us to have our personality, to have our desires, to have the things that are inside of us with the purity and the motivation and the intention of his heart, the desires of his heart, we get to work with him, you know, and he gave us certain things inside of our desires, our dreams, our goals, whatever. He's put these things inside of us. And, and instead of focusing on, well, this is his will and this isn't his will, slow down. What's stirring in your heart right now? Bring that to him. Let him purify it. Follow his leading. And do what's in your heart to do. You know, yeah. you, you had said something. Go ahead. I think it's easier to dream. Obviously, if you if you haven't, slowed down enough to know what's bubbling up in your heart. I mean, that it, it all comes down to slowness, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, how, and I can hear fast, you know, I'm not saying it's just about slowness, but it is about that, you know, stopping and being so aware of what is bubbling up. What, what is the tension here? Where is the Where's the, oh, I'm excited about that. What, what's the dream right then? You know, yeah. because I think he's, 
you know, and I fully believe like he's giving us dreams and visions and he'll give them to other people if we don't take, take right. them. Right. You know, I think he's just like, I'm going to give these to you. And then if, if, because this is what I want to, I want to see this come to fruition. Mm -hmm. Like I want to see this on the earth. I want to partner with you and the kingdom within you. Um, and you know, I just, I have this dream, this dream is on my heart and I'm going to give it to you. And I think a lot of us just, you know, we're, again, it comes back to, we don't think we're enough to get the dream out there. Mm. You know, I mean, it's just like, yeah, you know, it, it, it comes down to stopping, slowing, stilling your heart, knowing what's going on, hearing, and then partnering, you know, yes. with that spirit, right. because like I can't do, you can't do Gretchen. We can't do a really, um, it, to me, anything that will really release the kingdom, unless it's a partnership. Like, I'm just not that capable. Right. I'm not even that smart. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. me alone without Holy spirit, I'm just like, wow, what a mess I was, <laughs> but with That's Holy true. spirit, it's just like, it, it is that divine dance. And I, I visualize a lot of times my own DNA, like I'll just look at my DNA and look at it really light filled and full of Holy Spirit because I'm just like, to me, um, you know, that is, that is the uniqueness of my pattern. You know, there's yeah. such a uniqueness of my pattern and then mixed with that. I don't know. It's just a visualization that I'll do sometimes because I do think we can get mixed up and you know, genetics and, you know, did we have this and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm just kind of like, you know what, with Holy Spirit in that DNA helix, um, there's just impossible things that can happen. Right. Right. Yeah. I, as you were saying that, I was thinking about, um, you know, Genesis one, where it says that God hovered over the face of the deep. And, and so I've been seeing, um, us lately encouraging people lately that when you don't know what to do yeah when you're not sure what to do to hover over that void yes. hover with him you know yeah. i think um it one of the definitions of that word hover it means to brood over to brood like a mother hen kind of sitting and dreaming god wants us to dream with him god wants us to create with him he wants us to speak life with him but it isn't a magic formula you know people go well yeah i said it in the name of jesus so i i mean that's what i do i said this in the name of jesus so it's going to come to pass no man that could be a whole new teaching but yeah we come under his authority when we know his heart and we take the time to hover to brood and then as we know his intention for our situation, for this void, this darkness, whatever it is, the thing yeah. that doesn't have life yet or yeah. his will yet to the fullness, then yeah. we speak in agreement with him. And then our words have so much power. Yeah. And there, and, and the, what do I do next part will just flow because he's leading us. We're, yeah. in, okay. we're in sync with him. Well, and I think in Genesis too, it says God saw. And so for me, I, I just was, uh, Karen and I were talking about this this weekend. So there's this experiment called the double slit experiment. Have you heard of this? Uh -uh. 
So it's in, it's in Steve McVeigh's book, but it's called the double slit experiment. And basically what they did is they release photons through two slits in a piece of paper. And then they had like light, um, you know, like light altering paper behind it. So they saw like where the photons went. Well, when the photons were observed, like when there was a person in the room, it either went to the left or the right. When there was nobody in the room and they just shot the photons out, it basically went through both. I and Yes, so, I've heard of that. I didn't know what it was called. But yes. Uh-huh. Double slit experience. So, so cool. Basically, when we observe things, like just our observation changes how things react in the unit. And this yeah. is just a physics principle. I mean, this has been done hundreds and hundreds for over a hundred years and it turns out the exact right. same way and so and they have no explanation for it but it it just shows like a created being by a holy god changes atmospheres yeah we exactly. change atmospheres and so god saw things he saw that light was good and he right. knew we needed it and so what are we seeing that we that is good that the world needs that we can right. bring and create in partnership with him. I mean, it's just, it's so real Gretchen to me because I'm just like, what is, what have I like had an inferiority complex about in my own life mm -hmm. that I can't do that? He's inviting me in to see, you know what I mean? I mean, it's, yeah. it, he's like, see this because I'm inviting you in to, to change history, right. you know, because we're powerful. We're so powerful, much more than we know. I agree. I agree. And um, I was thinking I had written this down. Uh, oh yeah. Thinking about, you know, Hebrews 11, three. Okay. Um, let me, let me, I'm going to read this really quick. Um, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. And I was thinking about how the things that we see now, right now, had a starting point. The things that we see now weren't always visible. We get so caught up in, well, I'm not seeing this happen, or I don't see how this could happen. I I I think that God wants me to do X, Y, and Z, or I think God, you know, is leading me in this way, but I don't see how that's going to happen. And what you're talking about, that double split, what did you call it? Double slit experiment. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's hard. That when we observe our lives, our situations through his perspective, we are seeing those things that, that aren't existing right now. They're not visible right now, but they will come to pass in the future because we're seeing things from his perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, you know, it's, I've got a dear friend going through a really, really hard season. And, you know, I was just studying this this weekend and and I'm like, you know, I told her, I was like, you have got to sit down and take a moment because it was just, it was just really a lot this weekend. And I said, you've got to sit down and see what you want in every area of life. You know, you, mm -hmm. you really do have to observe what, okay, what was and what do I want right. to experience right. and, and really see it. Because I think that's the thing, like, 
this is how the Lord speaks to me. I see things and then it happens, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and, and I don't know how that happens. I'm not really sure sometimes, but you know, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting like, you know, the pins in place on some level to create what I saw, you know? So I'm moving the people into position that I saw in my, I mean, and I'm talking literally in my mind's eye. Like I saw this whole thing playing out. That's how I've run Be Still for years. I would Mm. see people standing up and giving words of knowledge. I would see people sharing their testimonies. I would, you know, see myself saying things at the beginning. That's Mm kind of how I live my life. But I do think even in the hard times, and I've just gone through a really tough season myself with a child and with one of my children. And I like through the the hardest of the hard, like in the hospital, in the, the mm. really tough points, I would see my child dancing with their arms up. Mm. And I, I would I would keep that vision, um, which meant she was gonna live and she wasn't gonna die, because mm-hmm. that was a possibility. Um and it meant like it meant vibrant. Like to me, dancing is just such a there's just so much life in dancing. And I know that sounds mm-hmm. so weird, but no, I, I just, I'm, I'm a dancer. So I don't think oh, you're a dancer. Good. Okay. So <laughs> there's just like in, in movement and people who are free enough mm-hmm. in their bodies to move. Like there's just such a freedom to right. it. And so I saw this freedom on her life, you know? So it was like, there were all these things and I had, I've kept that vision front and center really. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and for me, that's healing. That mm-hmm. is what healing looks like is right. keeping vision front and center. And it did not happen overnight, Gretchen. And I can't tell you how many people were like praying for it to just be delivered out of. And mm. that did not happen. Right. But that healing vision, that healing vision was there and it's been front and center. And so I was telling my friend, I was like, you've got to catch, I mean, without vision, the people perish. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of like, it's really real. Like, Right. If, if we aren't partnering with that healing vision, we want, I don't think we'll see it. I yeah. really don't. So, um, so let's, what would you do something for us? Would you, because when you were sharing that story, that, you know, I think that there's some people listening that are like, I, I want that. I want to see what he's doing. I want to. I want to know what his will is. And I, I don't feel like I know his will in this situation, or I don't feel like he's given me a vision to hold on to. Um, And so I would love as we close for you to just pray. And before you pray, can you tell people how they can connect with you, how they can find these amazing workshops and and workbooks and and things because you guys have meetings and you guys do all kinds of things and you have a podcast. So can you just kind of give them a quick? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So Abby Still Ministries is kind of the the end all be all on Instagram, Facebook, um, bestillministries.net is our website. If you're widowed, we have a whole ministry for widows called neveralonewidows.com. You can find us there. We'd love for you to join us in a retreat. We're doing a conference in March of 2024 in California, actually, which will be so fun. Um, and then fathershealthstudy.com is our Bible study. And we, that is like, that's, if, if you start the journey with Be Still, that's the starting point. 
um, because that is the place where, you know, the heart gets healed, intimacy is, is birthed out of encounter, and then that leads to revelation. We really believe that's like a circle. Intimacy leads to encounter, leads to revelation. You can go any three ways. Mm -hmm. But that's, yeah, so that's that's really where you would find us. But I'm just, All I'm right. so honored. So yes, I definitely want to pray, of course. Yeah. All right, you pray. Go ahead, lead us in. Thank you so much for um, every person that's listening. I thank you for Gretchen. I thank you for the Mary anointing on her life for all of us to listen and just sit at your feet and hear things that we might not have heard. And so, Lord, for anyone that is just in that place of just, I need, I need vision. Um, I don't have any, Lord, I just declare right now that you would just flash a picture um, in the eyes of their divine imagination, just like you can see your bedroom right now, You can that you could see a vision of yourself or that, you know, your prodigal child or um, your husband or your friend who needs healing or who needs um, just comfort, Lord, we just declare that you would show us a vision of what healing looks like. You would show us a vision of um, how we can partner with you in that healing, Lord, just like you did for me and my my child, of just her arms lifted high, Lord, we just surrender. Um, we just surrender our minds today to, um, to your mind. If we have the mind of Christ, Lord, we just surrender over everything that we're thinking and seeing to, for you to show us what it can look like. And Lord, you mm -hmm. saw things and then you created. And so Lord, we partner with you to see things and create things that are not, um, and that's what you've told us, that we could do the greater things, which means if you could create things out of nothing, so can we, and then some. And so, Lord, we just declare a fresh season of vision and um, healing over every person that's listening's life. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, we agree with that. Amen. Thank you so much for being oh my here. Gosh, Gretchen, what a gift. So fun. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining me on the Breathing God podcast. If this show has ministered to you, please consider leaving a review right here. And if you think the podcast will bless someone else, please share it. You can find help for anxiety, sign up for my newsletter, and find lots of other goodies on my website, GretchenRodriguez.com. Mm -hmm.